Friends, it is good to have you here with us. We are actually in Roseau Gardens Presbyterian Church behind the stage in the Fellowship Hall where our Christian Education Sunday School Department has named uh, this space to be the Star Theater. And so many of our children come into this space and they have the television and they get to learn about Jesus and his teachings through watching it on film. And so here we are with still our stars in our theme. Last Sunday was Star Sunday, which is a tradition that belongs to Rosedale that started some 23 years ago by a former associate pastor named Ruth Billington. And uh, she has gifted us with this tradition and generations of families, uh, not only members, but those in the community come on Star Sunday, which is Epiphany Sunday. So a few Sundays after Christmas and they wait to receive their star. And so we thought today we've been having a lot of uh, sharing from others about their past star and their new star for 2021. So we thought we would follow suit and do that with you today. So my star for 2020 was the word tradition. And so what we encourage all those who receive the star to do is to look up passages in the Bible with their star word in it. So in looking at passages about tradition, I found um, a little verse in 2 Thessalonians in the New Testament, chapter 2, and it goes like this. And it's under the heading, Believers Should Stand Firm. I should say that. But, we've, but we must always give thanks to God for you, brothers and sisters, beloved by the Lord, because God chose you as the first fruits of salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and through belief in the truth. For this purpose he called you through proclamation of the good news so that you may obtain the glory. So then, brothers and sisters, stand firm and hold fast to the traditions that you were taught by us, either by word of mouth or by our letter. So that's the Apostle Paul. And some places he got to, 27 letters in the New Testament, Many he traveled to, some he did not, and he would send letters out ahead of him or with those in training under him. So he calls us to remember the traditions of those who came before us and the stories of God's people. So I always like to have a show-and-tell item. So I received this little figurine by one of our members who recently passed this year, who'd been a member since she was five years old, and she was well into her 90s. And this is called the Storyteller. And she has, um, it's in the Navajo tradition, and the Storyteller has her mouth open, sharing the traditions of her people, and all the kids are scooped up and gathered around her, even on top of her head, as she gathers them up and tells them the stories and the traditions of the people. And so we know that that's part of our call on Sunday mornings to Sunday school. Also, we started last year a tradition, a new one, of giving everyone who receives a star a collective word. And last year, now you may remember that last year was 2020, and uh, we decided that star word should be, be joy-filled. Now, imagine, be Joy-Filled was given out in January, and COVID shut our doors in March. 
and uh, we are still in the COVID time, but we have had the experience of counting our joys even in the midst of COVID. So move now to this year, and I received my new 2021 star, and my word is goodness. And so I now lead you to a verse in Romans chapter 12, a little verse, verse 9. Let love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good. And so this now, again, in Romans, and then it's under the heading personal responsibility, that what it means to be a disciple is to do these things, to let our love be genuine, not fake, to hate what is evil, and then to hold fast to what is good. And I love that it's described as holding fast, because sometimes the world is a dreary place, and to hold fast to good sometimes takes all we've got. Also, uh, the new word for 2021 for everyone is the word possible. All things are possible. There are many passages in the Bible about possible, and we're going to spend the year in sermons and in teaching and Sunday school looking at this word possible, what it means for ourselves and what it means for the church. And I like to think of goodness as something I learned from <laughs> Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. I was a faithful follower as a child. And he says this thing as Mr. Rogers has a way of taking big theological concepts, a Presbyterian pastor that he was, and he would simplify it into everyday lessons that I think adults got just as much out of or more than the children who gathered around him every week on TV. And this is what he's asked the question, but how do we make goodness attractive? By doing whatever we can do to bring courage to those whose lives move near our own, by treating our neighbor at least as well as we treat ourselves and allowing that to inform everything we produce. So how do we make goodness attractive to those who seek it, to those who need to hold fast to it, to all of us? by doing whatever we can to do and to use our words to love our neighbor at least as well as ourselves and to treat others with goodness, allowing that goodness to inform all that we are so that goodness just becomes a way of life. So here is another little statue that I received and it's Jesus at the table with his disciples. And to me, just that scene represents goodness, especially in light of the pandemic and all that's happened. Everyone is around the table. Everybody has a spot, and Jesus is central to it, and he's hosting guests. So those are my two words. Awesome. Thanks, Kel. So my star word last year that I got in January and it's taped in my Bible, it had been taped over my computer all year long, was the word rest. <laughs> I got to tell you, I was super excited when I got this word and um, immediately set out right away just kind of looking at my year ahead and um, thinking about the word rest. And it's got that, uh, you know, if you tr think about rest in a traditional manner, you think about vacation and you think about sleeping in and you think about time off from work 
and um, that didn't quite play out <laughs> exactly <laughs> as as we had hoped as the mm -hmm. year just kind of um, crushed in on us all and especially at Rosedale things were pretty busy and but it was all good everything was good about it like Kelly had said it was a joy-filled year in spite of all that we were experiencing and and just last night I was having a, a conversation with Kelly just saying I just I really struggle with the way in which that star word from 2020 manifested itself in my life I was still even now into 2021 just not sure why God had given me that word and it occurred uh, actually Kelly had mentioned to me that well it was probably God calling you just to simply rest in him and it was a no-brainer as soon as that came out of her mouth it's like well, of course that's exactly what I did because I seriously had to rest in him I had to rest on his promises and and I had to rest in his truths and I had to rest in trust of him as the year unfolded and um, so that's been really awesome to now have that clarity <laughs> as to what that word meant to me this past year and how it manifested itself in my life and of course thinking about scripture and, and where to find that so Jesus of course said come to me all you who are weary and heavy burdened and I will give you rest and it doesn't always mean I will give you um, rest as far as sleep and to be still but rest in that you can let your troubled mind and heart rest in me and that is where I saw Jesus uh, giving me my rest throughout the year and then this past Sunday uh, just like Pastor Kelly I as well got the word <laughs> goodness and uh, so there's my star now permanently above my computer and um, I honestly I have not struggled nearly as much with this word as I did with rest as it's kind of already um, made itself pretty clear to me within just the past few days of having this this word in my midst and um, it struck me kind of right away that it wasn't necessarily about me trying to figure out how am I to be good so to speak or how am I to spread goodness which all of that is is clearly very important but I realized right away that right now it's God telling me to rely on his goodness and I was doing um, we were researching our star words with all the youth group this past Sunday and I was having them dive into scripture and find out where their words where they could find their words in scripture and so I did the same right along with them and I came to uh, Psalm 27 which has always been a dearly beloved psalm of mine but this one line in particular Psalm 27 13 says says this I remain confident in this I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living and that to me just speaks volumes especially right now after the week we've come off last week with all that happened in Washington DC and kind of the anxiety and and questions that we're all having for the next week as we make our way up to inauguration day and the fact that even as we speak right now there is an impeachment articles of impeachment are on the floor of uh, either the House or the Senate. I don't remember my, uh, <laughs> my U.S. government class all that well, but it's somewhere really important right now. So 
So there's this tendency, and of course, we're still in the midst of a global pandemic. So there's just a lot of anxiety around all of us right now. But when I go back to the words of the psalmist, when he says, I am confident of this, that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, that fills me with so much hope and just inspires me and reminds me that, yes, our God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good and we can rest in that goodness of God. And you're going to hear in a moment this beautiful song called The Goodness of God. And there's a line from that song that says, Your goodness is running after me. And I think that is beautiful and amazing. And so that is my hope and prayer for myself as I kind of keep an eye on my star word for the year that I will continue to know that God's goodness is running after me, it's running after each and every one of us, and that we can be confident that God's goodness will manifest itself in the land of the living. So how blessed are we to know that, that God is good again, all the time, and all the time, God is good. Be blessed today, my friends. Take care. I love you, Lord. Oh, your mercy never fails me. All my days, I've been held in.
us pray. Holy God, as we remember in your scriptures from the time of Jesus' birth and that beautiful story of when you came down to earth to dwell among us, there was the story of the wise men who had traveled from a distant land with nothing but a star to guide them. And it was through their perseverance that that star led them directly to you and to your feet and to your manger. What a gift it was. So during this week at the beginning of this new year, we give thanks for the perseverance of the wise men who followed the star to you. Holy God, it is our hope and prayer that in this new year we use them as our example, our example to pursue you in all that we do and to never let trials or troubles or obstacles get in our way of finding you and spending time at your feet. So we thank you for that gift. We thank you for the example of them and it is that story that inspires us today with these star words, these words that you have given us to be our guide throughout this year. But most importantly, the word of your scripture and where we find your love story and your love letter to us. And we give you thanks for that gift as well. Holy God, we continue to turn to you as our peacemaker, our peace bringer, in these times that continue to um, trouble us and awaken us to the injustices around us, help us to remember that you are indeed sovereign and that you are good and that you are in the midst of all, all of the muck and mess of this life and of this world. And we give you thanks that, uh, we give you thanks in knowing that if we continue to seek out your goodness and to look to you that we will see that this world is a beautiful place and that you continue to be in control and we give you thanks for that blessing holy god i ask for your blessing to be upon all who may be joining in this worship today I pray that you answer whatever prayer might be on their heart and mind this day. I pray that you show up in their life with your presence and may they feel how much you love them and how much uh, your grace covers over them in their lives. Lord, we continue to thank you just for the blessings that you have provided for us, the blessings of technology, the the blessings of being able to be together when we have to remain apart. And we give you thanks. So we pray for this day. We pray for all those who are uh, worshiping with us at this time. Um, and we just pray, Lord, for your peace, your goodness, your mercy to be upon all of us, all of our families, our country, and this world. All of this and so much more. We pray in the name of your amazing Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, Savior, Redeemer, and Friend. Amen. Friends, brothers, and sisters, it's time for our blessing, and I draw you back to our word for the year, and the word is yours as well. Possible. 
One of our favorite scriptures around this place is Philippians 4.13. All things are possible through Christ who strengthens us. And that's a scripture passage, a verse that you hear often even in conversation, not just written down in a bulletin as we seek to live that out. And that's hard to do during COVID that is still happening and in the midst of all that is happening in the world. It's hard not to keep those, that lens of negativity when it surrounds us so much. We don't want to limit God. We talk about praying the impossible prayers and about doing things that are impossible. Things that the world looks at and says, that's too big, what can I do? And yet we follow Jesus who says that we can even do greater things than him and that all things are possible through him. We have a church member that actually looked up the definition of all things possible and compared it to the impossible. So impossible means there's no way, no how it's going to happen, whatever it is, a person, an event, something you're striving for. And possible is the exact opposite, that you can do that. Um, I remember a few years back when we were having a Mission Sunday, I called it Mission Possible, um, just like the movie Mission Impossible. And so I like to think about the word possible as it relates to our call from Christ as being Mission Possible. So don't rob yourself of all that is possible, that Christ can work through you. The prayer of St. Francis of Assisi reminds us that we're instruments of God. So... I encourage you and bless you to be the instrument of God that you already are, that you already have Christ dwelling inside you, and that indeed because you do, all things are possible through Jesus who strengthens us. That's your promise. That's your prayer. That's your blessing. Uh, have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the month of January. God bless you. <laughs>